Your home is more than the sum of its parts. And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like DXV at build.com slash Ferguson. Yeah, that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. You heard that gunshot? That's what we're dealing with. They, they, they're, they're, they're coming at us. Straight to our head. And we're just allowing it. That's, that's what's going on. The attack on our youth. The attack on our, uh, our babies. In the United States. I know it's worldwide. I know it. So don't misread me. I know it's all worldwide. Let's get into this. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Let us pray. Father, the name of Jesus Almighty. It is so much going on right now, Lord. It's, and I never thought it would be this overwhelming for me, Father. So, Father, with the... With the Holy Spirit, help me to be strong. Help me to do the right thing. Give me the utterance to get this awareness out there, Lord. Help me, Lord, to just open up, help to open up people's ears and their spiritual eyes to see what's going on. Not only with the sex trafficking with our babies and our youth, Lord, but just all around. Let them see what's the root thing of all this that's going on. See, the trafficking and the vaccines and all that stuff is just the surface, Lord. And as us, as the church, what must we do? Yes, prayer, yes. What must we do, Holy Spirit? I'm asking you, I'm not asking no one, my brothers and sisters and no one else. What must I do, Lord? And I just want to do the right thing, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I don't, I doubt if you just want us to be silent in this, Father. So I pray for utterance and guidance and direction, Holy Spirit, for the church. In the name of Jesus, Almighty, Amen. Okay. As believers, we must stand together, not only strengthening each other and getting the word out about reconciliation for people to be saved. There's never been a, a bigger opportunity today for people to hear the gospel. The gospel of the grace of God. There's never been a bigger opportunity today to hear the gospel of the grace of God, of salvation, of reconciliation, of the fellowship, of the ministry, according to, Rev, according to Romans 16 and 25. There's never been such a bigger opportunity for the church to do true witnessing. We need to you you now. I hate to uh, look at this as an opportunity, but through the Bible, opportunities came when people was in their lowest. It seemed like they hear better when they're at that lowest. You more 
your ears and your eyes are more open when you're at your lowest. When everything is going well, nobody want to hear the word of God, but especially the world. Don't want to hear the word of God. It's when you're at your lowest. Now, none of this can happen if God didn't allow it. Let me say this again. None of this is what is able to come to fruition unless our Lord and Savior did not allow it. And why would he allow? I don't know the pinpoint of it. He allows it so he can show you his grace. Not signs and wonders and miraculous powers like he done in the past for Israel, a different dispensation and different administration, but his grace. See, and when you at your Lord, he can show you and prove how his strength is made perfect through your weakness. Not so much delivering you from it, but helping us to go through it and get through it or follow through what he called us to do. See, that's the difference than yesteryear or the time past with Israel. That's the difference. Holy Spirit works in a different way. Okay. So what must we do? I know one thing we're not just supposed to sit here and just wait for the rapture to come. I know the number one will for God today under this dispensation is for all men and women to be saved and then come into the knowledge of the truth. That's his number one will. Okay. No matter. That don't mean sit back and not talk about other things. That don't mean warn people about what's going on around the world. That don't even mean, that does not mean we're not supposed to talk about prophecy or different things like that. And I ain't talking about the this fake new prophecy or whatever. Oh, everything happening because of prophecy. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Bible prophecy. Bible prophecy. You know, and the reason I think that's important today, so because people need to know about that, we need to be educated on that, not because we're going to be here as the church uh, today, but people's going to be left here. We got to, we got to, we, we got to, we got to convince ourselves, listen closely to what I'm saying, that this is real. Therefore, how do we convince ourselves, showing that we convince ourselves by telling people that may be left, some will, but may be left. It might have to go through the tribulation what's going to happen because we need to come to reality. That's going to happen. And a lot of them are going to be family members. A lot of them is going to be family members. I'm not just talking about brothers and sisters and mommies and dad. I'm just talking about distant family members as well. Uncles, aunts and whatever. Second, third, fourth cousins or whatever. We need to get something out there because we just can't think about ourselves. Because either way it go, God wants people to be saved, even when the grace, even after grace, his grace has been lifted. He still wants people to be saved, even though it's going to be harder for them, but it, it still will be doable. It will be a remnant that still can be saved during the tribulation period. But it's going to be much harder and much tougher. That's all I'm saying. So you might as well prepare the ones that may be left because a lot of people are on offense and some people just not going to accept Christ. They're not going to do it. The majority not. It's only going to be the little minority. A majority of not is not going to listen. So I think that's one of the reasons we still need to speak about what's going on around us. There's no way God told us to just sit back and we know these things. And sometimes we know it more than the world. We can see the deeper, deeper meaning that some of these journalists out there that's really that don't have God, that don't know God, 
And some of them out there, we have a discernment. We have the Holy Spirit, the powerfulest in the world within us to help us to look at this in a spiritual way. To help people and stuff like that. See, we know the root cause or we know the why. They don't. Because if they did, they wouldn't talk about it depends on some politician or Trump, uh, you know, and I'm not knocking out for doing that. Or it depends on we got to do this. You wouldn't hear so much talk about we need to do this. We need to do that, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. When you don't have God or when you don't know God and you don't have a rejuvenated spirit, you don't have the Holy Spirit that guide you. You depend on who? Yourself. You depend on the flesh. You 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 depend on humans. Human ways of doing things, okay? And these people need our help because all this good stuff, this journal, I don't know if he's a Christian or not, but all this good stuff these journalists and whatever are doing, if they don't have Christ in their life, if they're not saved, they're in trouble. They will not make it through. Now, I wouldn't say they're going to hell. I don't know that. If they live uh, to make it through the tribulation after the church is gone, they still have a chance, but it's going to be much, much, much of a lower rate of them doing that because of the restrictions going to be mandatory and they're not going to be able to do nothing about that. You see what I'm saying? But if they die, just say today. Without Christ, their destination is hell, which is the holding spot. It's like when you go to jail, you go to jail and you spend time there and that's bad enough. Then you go to prison. Prison is where you're going to spend eternity. That's the lake of fire until judgment day. OK, not the lake of fire, but you would be in hell until judgment day and then come to lake of fire. That's what I'm saying. My point is, either way it go, we need to be like an awareness team. Everybody's not going to get saved. Everybody's not going to accept Christ. We must accept that. Reconciliation and witnessing and trying to get people saved is always and numa uma going to be the number one thing that you and I as the church must do. But we must come to reality. The majority of the people are not going to accept Christ. They're not. So why not just let them know, throw it out there, what they're going to be going into if they live to make it to the tribulation. That's all I'm saying because some people might die and whatever before then but my point is if they go before then there's no hope for them. If they die today there is no hope for them. See there's still hope but it would be under the kingdom going through the tribulation period you know when the, uh, the antichrist and all that and everything happens but if they are gone without God before the tribulation there's no more hope. There's no second chances. Their destination is the lake of fire. People need to know that. So you have to look at it this way. Okay. You are saying you 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 giving them an awareness both ways. Salvation is always now. But just in case they make it through that, and I, they make it they don't make it, and the church happens today and they never got saved. The only way of salvation is left is back through believing who Jesus was and whole and enduring to the end which is very scary because most won't make it. Most people will not make it because it's going to be some of the worst times that it was ever on earth. And we have some bad times, but not like it's going to be in the tribulation period. So if they don't make it, just say, for instance, they don't make it today, their destination is the lake of fire. There is no second chance. But if they do make it and the church get tucking and they're going through the tribulation, they have another chance. Very low, but they still have another chance. See? That's what I, I, that's why I do what I do. I don't just look at me. 
And I don't just look at the church. I look at the ones before to be saved as number one. And then just let them know what's going to be happening if you get left. See, they need to know that. Because either way they go, they go face it. Whether they listen or not, they go face it. Once you drop that seed, they can ignore it all they want to. They can see these things happening around. Now, even the atheists can see that. But a lot of people still not going to do it. They're going to go through that. Some will make it. Most won't. Let me say it again. Some will make it through. Most won't. That's just point blank. Sad will say, so that's what I do. That's one of the reasons I do what I do as a believer. We're not just supposed to sit here waiting for the rapture and just ignore things. I hear some grace teacher talking about, I don't, I don't get into that and I don't talk about this. And all they want to talk about is the, you know, us going to heavenly place in the body of Christ. I think that's kind of selfish. Now we should. We should. Don't, don't get me wrong. We should celebrate that. We don't need to be feel guilty to be up celebrating. I don't feel guilty for that, man. I'm glad I won't get that up for nothing. But at the same time, we must not put our brakes on of talking to the world or warning people and preparing. While we're preparing the church, we're letting the world know that there is going to be an afterlife. And I don't mean eternally in heaven. I mean burning in the lake of fire because death will be gone and you're going to live forever in a lake of fire. But you don't have to. That's the key. You don't. You do not have to. Okay. So this stuff needs to go. You need to be aware of what's going on around you. You be might be surprised how many people because what's going on around them. Even if they are scared, and a lot of them are, that's the time we they need to hear Jesus, because they see these things coming to fruition that they heard about, whether they ran from the church or whatever, and they're still on the fence in the Bible. You understand what I'm saying? This is this is real. This is not no time for games. This is not no time for the church. We're talking about prosperity message and stuff like that. Now, I'm not saying not don't try to better yourselves financially because I'm going to continue to do that because we have a financial crisis coming up. And the way they're talking, we can lose the dollar even with there before this year is over. America could go broke. Now, I don't think that's going to happen, but it is a chance. And we need to learn how to invest and look into other things while we're still on earth. What We're not just supposed to stay here and stand here dormant while the dollar is dying and all that and everything and just die and rot and pull and let our families rot and without even trying to invest in nothing. No, 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 no. We use we need to use the resources that's back from God anyway to use it wisely while we're waiting for Christ to get us. Continue to move on. That's my point. Wake up, church. Okay? Let's better ourselves. Let's let's do things financially, you know. If you have a goal to become wealthy this time to do that for the glory of God until the church is gone. That's what I am talking about. This is real talk. Peace out. Love you all.